broadcasting live. Weekday morning, this is listener-supported One Radio Network. Well, well, indeed it is, and uh, welcome back. It's a little bit after 11 o'clock on OneRadioNetwork.com, and uh, if you're live here on the September 5 morning, and it gets something to my eye, um, you can call and join the conversation or email. 888-663-6386. Email Patrick, OneRadioNetwork.com. Hope you're doing good. We, uh, we're beginning to see a little bit of uh, coolness in the air early in the morning, 7 o'clock. 75 degrees when a month ago was 85 at 7 in the morning. So so things are moving. It's still 100 plus almost every day in the afternoon. But I think fall will fall will fall here sometime soon. Been a long one. Been a long, long, well, long. It's been hot. It's just been hot for I think two straight months, isn't it? Just uh, July and August, just 100 degrees. Pretty unusual. Um, well, not terribly unusual, but pretty unusual. Well, we're going to talk a bit about uh, our brand name that we have uh, copyrighted, and it's our brand, and a book uh, that we've been in the works forever, and a screenplay that's... Uh, it's actually, oh my eye, excuse me, something, a screenplay that's rewriting again about five or six times called It Takes a Long Time to Get Young, and it's a, it's a good screenplay. We'll get it, we'll get the movie made someday. But this is something that I kind of knew that the aging process, pretty much my whole life, but I mean, I never really thought about it or put much energy into it. I can remember when when I was a kid and I would look at neighbors who, who looked really old and I just had this feeling like there's no, no reason they should look that old and I guess back then they were probably 40 or 50 or something, you know, you know what I mean? And they, you know, they just, to me they just kind of looked old and tired. And But it wasn't until I've had my body, um, let's see, I think it's nearly 77 years, I think in November. I have to do the math, um, I think. And so I guess about 10 years ago, maybe when I had my body about 60, about 10 years ago, I really started to understand this thing called aging with much more clarity went through some stomach stuff and and uh, sciatica and that really kicked off an inner awareness of the world, my inner world with the mind and who I am as soul and the body and its interconnectedness. And so so let's just say I was 65 and 65 years in my body before I really, really got this idea. So obviously I have some wear and tear on my body as we all do. 
Um, we just do. But I have not been aging as we know it probably for 10 years. And actually in many aspects are actually going the other way. Um, not that you go backwards, but just moving forward in a different way. It's kind of a hard to understand, but, but all of the metrics that I know of, I mean, I don't do testing, blood testing and all that because I know it's all, it's all smoke and mirrors. I don't believe any of that stuff. Or 23andMe or um, telomeres. I mean, I, I, I think all of that stuff is all uh, made up of marketing through the anti-aging movement or the pro-youthing and a lot of people out there doing stem cells and, and um, all kinds of stuff to try to stay younger. But I know deep in my being, in my organic stream being, that we, we can do everything ourselves without any kind of contraptions, without any kind of stem cell stuff, I guess you could do it if you want. It's probably not going to hurt. People are doing embryonic stem cells, but I know that we, with our focus and our attention of what we believe to be true, we are changing every molecule in our body every moment, every moment, Every moment. Every moment. Every molecule in our body, so that would be all the things that we have names for. And you got to love these names because they're just names. These are just things. When you really contemplate this, this gets exciting too. All of these things like mitochondria, ADP, hormones, um, I don't know, you name it, right? Um, adrenal function, all these things. These are just um, natural mechanisms in the body. They're all part of it all working beautifully together. And so science has gone and given them names. Right? Telomeres. You can lengthen your telomeres. Stem cells. And we can give you more. But as we, as we are happier and we buy into the opposite ideas that cause humans to age, and we're going to talk about these, the number one, one, the number one, one, is that we believe we have to age as advertised. Now I suspect we're all going to leave here at some point, and I guess, I don't even know what the word means, but I don't know what the body is going to look like or how it's going to feel when I leave here, and I don't really care, because when it's time to go, I'm just going to go. But I know that it doesn't have to be as advertised. And you know what the model is. Aging. It's in every book, it's in every film, it's in every story, it's in every person in your life, your 
husband, your wife, your grandma, your grandpa, they all do it. So that's, that's the way it is, right? Everybody does it. Well, in my opinion, the only reason everybody does it is because everybody believes they have to do it like everybody else. And it's just a self-fulfilling prophecy. If we believe something is going to happen, like get all shriveled up and can't walk or can't play golf or whatever it is, can't, can't get it up, whatever, whatever the, the, uh, the problem de jour is, and there's lots of them, or hormones, our hormones go down when we're 40 or 50. It's all made up. It's all made up by people who have no idea what they're talking about. They learn this stuff in a university. Medical doctors and scientists, all from books that were written by people that didn't know what they're talking about because they were all getting old and aging, getting sick. It's just all made up. And they just copy stuff, and then, you know, the pharmaceutical industries get involved with the, with the colleges and the universities, and and uh, you know tell you this has got to happen if you get cancer, and and it's just all made up. There's no real truth to any of it, and it's been like this since well, I guess the beginning of time, and we've just carried forward all these things and. There's been some real uh, breakthroughs, you know, over the years with the Dr. Hammer or Revisi and other people that really got it, you know, about cancer, how it worked and all that. But they're few and far between and, and they don't get taught in medical school or in the general public. And, you know, you have to, you have to really dig for these people and read it and digest it, contemplate it, think about it, believe it incorporate it, and then you own it. And then you can have a better idea how not to age if you don't want to. And not to age as quickly, whichever you choose to do. It doesn't really matter. You can do it any way you want. Because God doesn't care how long you stay in your body. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. So, my experience that we age as advertised. Once again, I always say that because I don't that the word is really kind of a loaded word. It's different for everybody. I mean you meet people that are just really happy a lot. You meet some of these old timers on a, on the ranch in Texas and they're just happy. And they're you know, they might have their body for 75, 80 years and you see some of them and their skin is just smooth and they're bright eyes, and they're just happy. I'm sure they don't sit around and think about aging, or believe they, they just don't. And they don't, and they stick around a long time, just because. Um, I think we could, maybe we should dig in a bit, because this makes a, a big leap, I think for, for many people, that, you know, that the idea that, that what we believe to be true is what happens and what's in our body. Let's just use the term what's in our body. What happens is a whole 
different kind of idea of what we bring into our reality and creating our own reality is we New Agers used to say 50 years ago, but we're on to something. We do. We create everything. There's no accidents. I've been very blessed to see the last, very clearly, the last 10 years because of things that I created, you know, illnesses and issues and challenges that if I didn't look deeply into my inner world and contemplate why I had um, pain in my colon or sciatica or heartburn, that precipitated me having to look deeply in contemplation in on the inner worlds, and you can really begin to see how it works if you look closely enough. You really can. You go in, and you just stay in there, and you look around, and you'd be surprised what you'll see. Um, you stay out here in the outer world of just dealing with thoughts. I gotta do this, I gotta do that, can't do this, can't do that, blah, blah, blah. You just do that. You can do that for lifetimes. And people do. Just lifetimes. Just do that your whole life. You can have an okay life, and it's okay. Get married, have kids, and do a job, and, you know, whatever. 60, 70, 80, get sick and die, and come back and do it again. And pretty much that's what you do. Most people do. We all have done it. And you just keep reincarnating back here, back here, back here, back here, back here. Until you change the way you you think about it until we change the way we look at it until we say well um, maybe maybe I don't have to age like that maybe I don't have to get sick and die when I'm 70, 80 or 90 maybe I don't have to do that maybe I don't want to do that you don't have to just don't do it just do something else know that you can do something else and look at it in a different way, explore, listen to a few people, throw away what you don't want, which is most stuff, because all the good stuff you're going to get on the inner are from God. That's where all the good stuff is, where Divine Spirit is always giving us the truth, and the more we can get rid of all the the stuff that we we thought was true, you know. I just lose I'm gonna lose testosterone when I'm sixty or, you know, if I get cancer then I gotta kill it or I need I gotta take certain medicines to get rid of this. Or all the things that people believe over and over and over and over and over again. And I just encourage you, if you've been doing that and you're just tired of doing that, is to start stopping and thinking Wait a minute, is that true? Do I really need, I don't know, do I really need to take high blood pressure medicine for my high blood pressure? Do I really need to pay $10,000 to get stem cells to make more of something that I have all that I need? And there's no reason if I look at it that I should lose stem cells? It's simply just changing the way that we look at it and letting go of everything we've ever 
thought is true about anything and about everything, everything. That's why I'm so fascinated by the, you know, the cosmology truth thing that we're not spinning around the sun. The germ thing is a big one that I believe my whole life there were germs. Now we know there isn't any. I mean, that's huge. You start letting go, and the more you let go of, and the more you say, wow, is that even possible that we're just on a stationary plane? It might take, it took me three, four, five years to really get through that. And in that case, the, the, the programming is so ingrained. I mean, it goes real deep maybe lifetimes, and then schools, and, and, uh, and boy, with germs, just as much, even more. Well, I don't know about more, but really big with germs. I mean, we all grew up thinking we caught the measles, and we caught the flu, and we caught colds, and we could catch polio, and we could get a vaccine, and read about the Spanish flu, and people caught that, and you know, then AIDS, and oh my God. People, people gave each other AIDS with having sex with somebody with HIV positive, it was all a lie. All made up. Don't touch anybody with herpes, you'll get herpes. It's all a lie. Can't catch anything. No evidence we catch anything. Colds, flus, herpes, sexual STDs, what do they call them? Sexual, I don't even know what the D stands for. STD, oh, sexual transmitted, STD. We don't catch any of that stuff. So if you get through that one, and we start giving up these ideas about big things like aging, catching something, you know, illnesses, right? This has to happen when you're 50, 60, or 70. It's just, it's just going to happen because I'm 60 years old. My God, come on. You know, on, on some level, on one level, for me, it's, it's so simple, and I'm not bragging, saying that I they have it all down and and all of that. And I just, I work with it every moment and I look at different ideas that come through and, you know, m- many of them, most of them, I just discard and say, well, it's not true. I don't have any evidence of that, so I'm going to let that go. And if you want to, you can get to the point with aging like that and say, wow, is it even possible what he's saying here is true? I mean, is that possible? If you get to that point, which is a big step, because for probably most people, uh, they just skip over stuff like this because it's just part of the, their DNA. It's deep in there. But you can, you can find it and eject it, like Tom Cruise ejects from a, from a fighter jet, 
And it's just not there. And once it's not there, it's not there. It's not there. Once you understand that there's no germ, for example, ever, and you really get to that point, you talk about freedom. To know that nothing is out there trying to hurt you. And then you look back to the body, that there's no reason just living that the body should break down Knees should break down, elbows, people, you know, knees, get their knee replaced, hip replaced. No reason for any of that. It's, it's all metabolic. It's just all created by the user of that body. Every, every bit of it. And I'm not criticizing these people. They, they don't know, you know. They, their knees go out and they go to the doctor and get a knee replacement. But they created that. just by everything, their beliefs and the food and how they treated their body and whatever. Hundreds of different reasons why somebody's body gives out. And all of them are preventable. And and you don't have to live a, you know, pristine life and be all picky about every piece of food you eat and all. You don't have to do any of that. This is OneRadioNetwork.com. If you care to join us, we're doing a little session called, uh, called It Takes a Long Time to Get Young. We do them specifically on this from time to time. Just because it's fun. One of the most detrimental things to the body is something that we've known for a very long time. People start thinking about it back in the 50s and 60s and 70s. Well, maybe not that early, but around 70, doctors would start to say, well, it's all in your head. And you know, they were right, because um, when we uh, worry about uh, what's going to happen this afternoon or tomorrow or next year or 10 years from now, you know, when we worry about that, we're just, you know, that is very... Very, very hard on the body. Just that simple act of of being uncomfortable or unsure about what may happen next year at this time. That energy or engram, um, if you want to, whatever you want to call it, it's in the body when we have that experience. Whether it's for ten seconds, or we think about it every hour or think about it every day for years. That's in the body. That's the way God set it up. Don't shoot me, I'm only the messenger. That's the way God set it up. And so this worry, angst, um, fear, fear is a huge big one. Uh, Guilt, whoa. Guilt is like the all-time. Guilt is a big one because um, it is actually one of the most detrimental things to the body, being guilty about something. And the reason is, is because 
The guilty person unknowingly feels guilty about something, which is stupid, because who cares? Nobody cares. You do something dumb, you just don't do it anymore. And if you do it again, well, then you don't do it anymore until you don't do it anymore. Being guilty about it is, is so hard on us because it's soul kind of just imploding on soul. So you can imagine um, worry is one thing where you're just kind of concerned about, ah, man, you know, I don't know what's going to happen. You can feel that, right, that energy. But when we're guilty, we're actually saying, George or Patrick, man, that's terrible, what you just did, and oh my, I don't know what's going to happen. You can see that energy there, you're just kind of, you're just kind of banging away at yourself. It doesn't get more um, detrimental to the body than that. It doesn't get more detrimental. That's the worst thing you can do. And the curious thing about it is, if you really think through it, as I do, it's my job, if you really think through it, it's the most absurd thing and the most unproductive thing we could possibly do. It's unproductive on the face of it, just thinking about it, right? But if you look at it from a mystical or spiritual or practical point of view, it's unproductive because nobody cares. That's the main reason we would ever feel guilty because we think that there's someone, some God or some higher entity that doesn't like us as much because we did this. Not true. That's the whole religious thing of sin and why sin in so many religions is the, the, the cornerstone of the religion and, and how they trap so many people in there. It really is unconscionable what religions have done. Sorry. to trap people to believe that there is this God of whatever form that has been hurt by what we've said or what we've done and that we need to ask this God to forgive us. It's really terrible to lay that on somebody because it's a lie. Just a lie. Whatever God is, it's everywhere. It's in everything. All of us are embodied in that. We are all sparks of God, spiritual beings. And its essence, and our essence, is love and patience and compassion and are the good words that you can come up with. And, and that's just its essence. And it doesn't change 
because it doesn't change because we did something weird. Does it? It's pure, it's eternal, it's love, it's um doesn't care. Just loves us all the time. So all the stuff of the religions and asking for forgiveness and this person had to do this to forgive us of our sins and all that stuff. It's all made up. It's made up to keep you here. To keep us here. Yeah, you get involved in that, you'll never get out. Because we all do dumb stuff from time to time. And so then you got to keep going backwards and forwards. Well, you know, I'm not going to do that anymore. And then you do it again. And then I'm not going to do that, you know. This one, radionetwork.com. If you care to join us, you can call or email. Um, we're live here right now. It's the 5th. If you're watching on uh, video, if you'd like to support us with what we're doing, if you like what we talk about and the the ideas we put forth here on this and other shows with guests or alone, look at the BitChute uh, thing on video and you see different links to our store to donate and to, we have some really great products. Let me go through a couple of the products just for fun. Let's see, we have Shen Blossom. Cool company. Uh, Brandon Amalani, he is a um, Chinese medicine fellow, expert, and he uses old, classic, pure recipes for all of these products. Ginsengs and herbs and elixirs, uh, detoxification, wow. And I encourage you just to go to Shen Blossom. Please check through our, on our website, oneradionetwork.com. Check through, click on the Shen Blossom link. And, and then just go through the show, uh, you know, go to the shop and go through and read the ingredients on many of these. Then you'll, then you'll know you're in the right spot. Just read the ingredients. Just read the ingredients. Uh, let's see. Then we go to survival. I don't know if this um, this Labor Day thing is still going on. I don't know. Well, we had a sale during Labor Day for survival, but if you're on survival, you can get on the website. You can check it out. See if the Labor Day sale is still happening. I should know that. Sorry. The sauna is a cool thing, even though you get heated up. The only way to get that is to email me, patrick1radionetwork.com. Pearl Seam, probably the all-time 
amazing thing for your two-piece. Check that out on our website. The professional uh, air quality um, air doctor to purify your air. Really good. It's on our website. They got a sale going on that one right now. Pure Organic Sulfur is a great product. You'll love that one. You'll love that one. And then also this one here, Microalgae from BioAge. Check out the ingredients on this puppy. The BioAge link is on our front page and they make this, uh, this uh, uh, BioAge product in, uh, in a enclosed uh, kind of re- bioreactor under, with uh, um, water, uh, fil- uh, deep water, pure water, amazing. An incredible product. All these on on uh, OneRadioNetwork.com. So those are some things, ways you can support us. The other, let's see, let's do a couple other things before we go here on why the body ages. One of my faves, one of my faves, is uh, this uh, this thing called time. Um, I don't have the time. I, I, you know, I just don't have enough time. I need to have more time. Um, whatever. The only, the, the only thing that's moving, and this is another reason why I think it's real um, valuable to understand uh, that we are not moving Earth is not spinning around the sun is because once you understand that you're not moving, we're not moving on a earth, immovable earth plane, then there is then you can really get into the idea that there is no time. Because see now we think that we're spinning right around the sun and then the sun comes up as I saw it, and it looks like it's coming up in the in the east every morning, and people think that, you know, it's coming up, the earth is spinning and it's coming up, but it's not. It's just coming into view because it's just circling around. So the only thing that's moving, the only things that are moving, not us, and this really ties into staying younger, longer, is the sun and the moon, they circle around the earth, right? And they do it in bigger circles and smaller circles, which gives us a season. But right? Gives us a season because the sun spends more time over us during summer and then the circle gets smaller and smaller. That's just the way it works. And then we have winter, so we have less sun. So that's and this the moon does the same thing. Right, and then the stars proven you can even talk to some astronomer or this is just a fact the only thing that moves are the stars around us and they circle around us in one year they come back to the same spot the north star doesn't move that whole north thing is interesting and the stars move around us. 
So that those are the only things that are moving. So why would those entities, which are different souls, stars and planets, suns and moons, why would they have any effect on time? They, we create time in our mind because we think days and nights as being real things. But the sun kind of, you know, coming out of view and going back into view. But that doesn't, you can call that a day or night, I guess. But it's just dark and then it gets light. Why would that affect us other than dark and light? Dark is good, light is good, it's all good. I guess it, when, what I want to say, why would it, why would it uh, make the body age? No reason for it. The main reason the body ages, one of the main reasons on my top five list we're going through, is that we believe in time. And if we believe that time is real, and it's easy to do, well, I have a conference call at five o'clock, but if we just put it, if we just do that, set the timer, I like to set the timer for things like that. Like I had a call scheduled with a good friend of mine in Australia yesterday at five. It was about eight o'clock and I just go, 9, 10, 11, 12, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. Okay, nine hours. Set the timer for nine hours. I set it on my table and I don't have to think about it ever, ever again until it goes off. So you see the difference of, say you have a, a big date girl or boy you've been wanting to go out with for a long time. And this date is like three weeks away. And so you write it on your calendar and then you think about it. Wow. Just can't really wait to go out there. I really think she's cute. Boy, this can be good. And, you know, you start creating that space in between now and three weeks from now. And we've all done it. And it's just right there. You talk to people, yeah, I have this date with this guy in two weeks. It's gonna be, I, I think he's really cute. You, know? and you see how you create this space in your mind, right? In your imagination. And you keep creating it for three weeks. And before you know it, the three weeks is here. But little did you know that the three weeks never was out there. There's only now. The date you're having is now. And so by creating the three weeks in our imagination and in our mind, that imaginary space, right? We put a space between now and then, which there isn't. It feels like there is, but there isn't because there's no time, the body is right there with us, because we know that, right? So every worry that we have is in the body. So we, if we create a space in our mind, the body now has 
a space in there too. Because we created it, right? So when we create a space in the body, even though it's imaginary, the body has to do something in that space because there's there's a, a space in between now and over there. So we've created it. And the body ages because we've created an imaginary space. You can't have time without space. So if you don't create the space, there's no time. You create the space, then you've got to have time to get them here to there. Make sense? When you create space, you have to have time to get from here to where the space ends. Imaginary as it is, but the body is right there and it will do something. It's got to do something during that time, that space you created. But if you don't create the space, it doesn't do anything. It's just there. doesn't do anything. It doesn't age. Now granted, when we are just hanging out in Nowsville and, you know, we eat frumpy food and, if you know, then you go through all the whole things and we worry or, you know, we take in toxins from the water, the air, or ladies put makeup on that's got stuff in there or whatever. You know, buy some chemicals at the Home Depot to to kill something that doesn't need to die, and all these things. These are very hard on the body, and the body will create uh, aberrations, or kind of like just some physical things, toxins, and they can damage the skin and the hair and the nails, and, and then that causes the body to age as well. So people eat really, you know, bad diets, they age just through bad food. Makes sense, right? Putting chemicals or something in the body, the body's got to deal with those chemicals because they're not natural and it takes a lot of energy. Uh, So then the body can uh, easily age just because it's having to do something. Does that make sense? It's having to do something, having to get that, that mercury out. And especially if we humans, because we're, we do this, especially if we think the mercury is bad. Oh my God. This is why we, we try to caution um, all of us, including me, to not think that there's anything bad going on in our body. Because as soon as we do, then we've given a lot of energy to something that is just going through a phase like we maybe maybe do a thyroid test and it's showing up um, whatever TSH is high or something like that and it's just that day maybe we had a stressful morning where it was in traffic and reacted to the traffic and then you get to the place and do the blood test and it says oh your thyroid is low well no maybe you just had a bad morning and then you think the thyroid is low and then see the energy we put in there then will cause the body to um, actually 
age a bit because you got to do a lot of stuff to try to fix something that's really not broken. So you can understand how all of these things add to this thing we call aging. You know, so much is being said and and talked about it. You see these beautiful memes, and we put them up on social media. Very nice. Inspirational memes, you know. And, you know, there's a lot of truth to a lot of them, and it's good to contemplate any of them. One of of the favorite sayings is, and if you really think about it, it's, it's very powerful, most people just say it and they don't think about it. And what's the famous, you know, it's all good. People say, oh, it's all good. And, you know, it's helpful for a lot of people to say that. But if you really believe that, when you say it, and you live that, what we're really saying, it's all God, right? That's where the word good came from, God. God, good. And it's very powerful because... If it's all good, then we're we're okay. Regardless of what's going on, we're okay. It's good. I might feel a little uncomfortable right now, but it's all good. You know, this self-talk is really important to pay attention to that. One of the simple spiritual exercises you can do if you want to, like this thing in the Tom Cruise movies, your mission, I do, your mission is if you accept it, if you accept it, is to Trust in some, whatever, however you want to, you know, imagine it, God. God's a good one, right? Can't go wrong with that. That you're going to be okay. That things are going to work out. They always do. That 99% of the things we have thought about or worried about in this life have never happened, right? Never. of them. And that God is always trying to help Patrick and you have a better life and will constantly keep bringing people, events, and experiences into our life to support us All the time. Constantly. Constantly. And the the actions that keep this 
from happening is that we don't often allow the space for it to happen because we don't believe that the good things can happen. And we're so filled up with all the negative things that we're dealing with that the good things can't even get in there. So, I mean, uh, the real sustainable spiritual paths that are out there, and there's a lot of them, really focus on, on trusting God. And I know it seems like it's pretty cliche to think about that, but, you know, you, you listen to people and their, their conversations and you can tell they're not. They wouldn't be saying half the things they're saying because they're just, they just don't, haven't thought about it. And it's one of the most obvious things in the world, right? But they just haven't really thought about it. Because you can just tell by what they're talking about. Well, well, And as we really trust God that it's going to be okay, you don't have to think about anything except whatever you want to do. Uh, we like to use the term uh, "trust God and tie your camel," and it is a very, it's a it's a very powerful one. And the the uh, the essence of that is that we do trust God, and then we do everything that we can to have the life that we want. Just like this wonderful fellow we talked to earlier this morning, Daniel Quack, Quack Brothers, Quack Brothers, Quack, K-W-A-K. This fellow was all over the, the spiritual aspects. And he's got a great uh, spiritual base to him. Whoops. Well, I just lost this uh, the video. Let me change it here. A great spiritual base to him. And he talked about years ago and still to this day, he's constantly reading, uh, researching, looking for new ideas with the investing that he does. something happening with my camera here. I'll just stick it like this and do audio for now. That's all right. I'll just finish out with that. But you can listen to this show that we did with uh, Daniel Quack, Quack on this uh, Tuesday morning. And we started about 10 o'clock Central Time. And we'll put this show up in a few minutes, a little bit later on today and also on BitChute. But uh, he was always, and he still is always kind of learning reading, trying to find different ideas about the investing that he's doing. He, they got their own plan now and their own and their own method and it's working for him. And, but he did that at the beginning, the first few five years, I think he said. That, so that's the tie up your camel part. So he was always, and he's a very spiritual guy, 
always trusting God that this is going to work, but he tied his camel by learning how to do this real estate investing. Always learning, always learning. I'm doing the same thing with screenwriting. I'm always listening to people, you know, they have all these great YouTube videos. I just bought uh, two more books on screenwriting. And, and you just never know what you'll find, you know, by reading them. So, oh yeah, it's an interesting thing. I've seen that in movies. Always, always keep going deeper into what your specialty is. Whatever it is. We all have our own little uh, dharma. You know, we all have our little karma dharma that we are fulfilling this lifetime. So whatever really makes you happy, uh, keep digging into it. Um, and that's, that's the people that are truly successful. You know. Keep digging into it. Keep writing or keep whatever you're doing. Just keep doing it. Learning more. Listening to people who are doing it. Learning from them. These are the people that create abundance uh, in, in their life and have the life, that the comfortable life that they would like. Live the where they want to live, travel if they want to travel, whatever they want to do. These people are the ones that really focused and worked at it. And that's the tie up your camel part. It's pretty cool. And you listen to the real successful people, and they'll tell you that. They all tell that same story. Yeah, I just kept doing it. I just kept, uh, you know, the screenwriters who are really good at it and are successful, I just kept writing screenplays until, until I sold one. I just kept writing. Eventually you will, right? You get good at it. You get so good at it, people say, wow, I really want that. How can it not happen? How could it not happen for you? Whatever you want to do. So regardless of how many years you've been in your body, whether it's 40, 50, 60, 70, I don't know. Remember, you're going to have to play this, play this game out here this lifetime. If you're 5-0 or 6-0 years in your body, uh, you, can, you can easily hang out here another 5-0 or 6-0. So you may as well be happy and having some fun stuff while you're here. And have the energy and to do what you want to do. Which is what we talk about here a lot. So the, you know, takes a long time to get young. It's not just about, you know, whatever. Being young, but it's having the energy to do what you need to do. Whatever it is, exercising or lifting weights or running or, I don't know, playing golf or going skiing or surfing. Got to have the juice to do it. Otherwise, what's the point? So I'm here to support you do that in any way that I can. So we will see you tomorrow um, at 10 o'clock. Fred Dashevsky and... The real world of money. I need to end this anyway, even though my camera did it for me. I got to run over to a little place in Dripping Springs and.
get some brakes put on the old, not the, well, not the old, the young, the young Chevy truck. <laughs> See, I almost, I almost put some ages on my truck. Don't want to do that. My little trucks, it's young, young and vital. So we'll see you tomorrow. Thank you for your support. Let me know if I can help. It's Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com is my email address. Patrick, OneRadioNetwork.com. So I love you guys. Thank you. And uh, may the blessings be. From the Hill Country in Texas, broadcasting worldwide, this is OneRadioNetwork.com.